You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. That's right. Bear down, Bears fans. It's time for another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast, Bears Banter, powered by Windy City Gridiron and SB Nation. It is a draft special. And Jacob Infante, the lead draft analyst for Windy City Gridiron, joins me now because the Chicago Bears have added Tyreek Stevenson with the 56th pick overall. Jacob, Bill Zimmerman, how you doing? Bill, I'm doing great. Uh, I think that this Tyreek Stevenson was a good one. So I'm a, I'm a happy camper, that's for sure. So you definitely won't hear me complaining too much in this one. I, I love, look, I, I think somehow I'm getting the, the reputation to complain about everything Ryan Poles does. <laughs> I love this pick. I am a Tyreek Stevenson fan. We're going to get into everything Tyreek Stevenson brings to the table. But first, let's talk about the trade for just 30 seconds here. So the Bears were at 61. They move up to 56. They give up that late fourth round pick they had. Couple people saying the Bears spent a little too much. But if you look at the Jimmy Johnson chart or the Rich Hill chart, the Bears came out on top, but I think if you look at some of the other pick, other trades that were made, similar trades in the second round, that the, the Bears paid maybe more than other teams did. But I'm a fan of Stevenson. Clearly, I think they thought he wasn't going to slide those last few spots. I have no problem with the trade-up. What about you? I don't have a problem with it either. I mean, honestly, you're looking at the corners who were uh, on the board at the time, and I'm re- I'd really say it's either one of uh, – Tyreek Stevenson and Darius Rush are the only two guys who actually kind of fit that mold that the Bears are looking for at corner. So, I mean, I have a higher film grade on Stevenson. Obviously, the Bears did too to be able to make this pick. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of it, though. I think that you're looking at someone who's going to step in right away and, you know, make a big impact. And we'll get into like the specifics with him, but the Bears needed a corner. This was good value from a positional perspective, from a pure player talent perspective. So if you really want to secure your guy and it's, you know, just a minor trade up, you're not giving up too much. You still have it. The first pick in the fifth round, first pick in the fourth round and a mid fifth rounder. So this is far from the end of the world. Honestly, I'm okay with being, uh, with giving up, a you know, one of the last picks in the fourth round to be able to secure your guy. Yeah, and look, like you said, they needed a cornerback. I I think a lot of us thought they would go out in free agency and get a veteran corner out there. I'm not personally comfortable with Kindle Kindle Vildor being your only option as as your third cornerback. We all like Jalen Johnson. We we saw some ups and downs, but I think more ups at the end of the year with Kyler Gordon, and you just didn't have that third guy there. Plus the fact that let's be honest, Jalen Johnson's entering entering the last year of his contract, and we don't know where him and the Bears are in terms of you know if they're close to an extension, if the Bears want to extend him. We haven't heard a lot about what Jalen Johnson's future is with this team. The only thing I've heard about Jalen Johnson is that he wants to get paid. 
And yeah. like, you know, he, he wants to get paid like a top and elite corner. And it'll be curious to see if the bears are willing to do that. So the fact that you bring a guy in like Tyreek Stevenson, that can one, give you three legitimate starting NFL corners. I think he steps in and starts this year. I think he's going to jump Vildor in August. And I think the fact that you also have, you know, someone in case Jalen Jets, you have a legitimate guy there. So I'm, I'm a fan of this move from a lot of different points, but why don't I give you the floor and kind of give me your rundown on what you think Tyreek Stevenson's going to bring to the Bears. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point about Jalen especially. You don't know if you're going to be able to extend him going forward. Uh, good player, good starting cornerback. Is he elite? I don't think so. Is if So I wouldn't pay him that elite caliber corner money if that's what he wants. Uh, but regardless, you know, in addition to the added leverage that you have there, the nice, you know, little security that you have at corner uh, by adding Stevenson, you're getting – someone who was really the final piece of the puzzle for the Bears secondary for the 2023 sure. season. Cause you have your two safeties locked down. You had two of your corners locked down. Who was your one last corner going to be? Now it's going to be Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, and from a pure physical perspective and just the way he plays the game, he fits Chicago like a glove. I mean, he's a bigger cornerback, well-built, just a muscular guy, uh, physical player. I think he, you know, he's good in man coverage. He's good in press. I think he does a good job of maintaining good hand activity through receiver stems without coming off as like too grabby and, you know, being at risk of penalties. He's, he's a safe amount of physical, if that makes sense. Uh, and I think that you're also looking at, in addition to that physicality, someone who can compete at the catch point, someone who's not afraid to jump a route, to crash, who's not afraid of contact. And that shows in, his tackling ability too. I think he's one of the better tackling cornerbacks in this class. Uh, and I'm also looking at just the route recognition ability. I think he's, a, you know, an intelligent corner. He does a good job of staying within a receiver, you know, just being able to uh, like they use the, like the hip pocket term to, you know, be able to stay uh, in a receiver's hip pocket. I think that Stevenson does that very well. Uh, Process is what he sees quickly. Uh, is aggressive and acting on it. And more often than not, he makes the right read. So just a rock solid corner. I think that out of the, out of the day two picks the bears made, I'm the most confident that Stevenson's a solid, at least a solid starter in the league. He's the highest floor of the bunch for me. Uh, and yes, he doesn't, uh, he, he ran very well at the combine, especially for his size. Uh, deep speed is solid Hit fluidity is solid. I think that's part of the reason he dropped to round two is just because he's, he's not an elite athlete. He's, he's decent, you know, he's not necessarily going to wow anybody in terms of how fast he can change direction. And he might struggle a little bit against speedier receivers, but I think that he fits the Chicago mold very well. He's not, he's far from a bad enough lateral athlete that I'm worried about him at the next level. I just think, you know, He's not a lead in that. It's fine. You know, not, not too many people are. Uh, so I'm a fan of what Stevenson can do. Definitely an outside corner. I think he can play the boundary. Well, he can play the field. Well, uh, I reckon he's probably going to play a little bit more in the field uh, at least in 2023, depending on what they do with Jalen Johnson going forward. We'll see what Stevenson's role is from there. But I think this kicks Kyler inside as the nickel corner. And you're going to see a lot of them, uh, in 2023 in just that, you know, the three cornerbacks, you're not going to see a ton of base. 
most of the time you're going to have three corners at least out there. So you're going to see a lot of Stevenson and this doesn't mean anything in terms of affecting Kyler, in my opinion. And what remain, it remains to be seen what this means with Jalen Johnson, but I do think that Stevenson was a rock solid pick. Yeah. And look, regardless of what happens with Jalen Johnson after this year, it's, it's irrelevant for 2023. The bears have three legitimate corners. I think that are going to be able to start. And that was actually going to be my next question was, you know, for bears fans that didn't know is Stevenson more of an outsider and inside guy. So with Kyler Gordon, as we saw the bears kind of bounce him around a lot, especially the first half of the season, trying yeah. to figure out where he would excel. And I think that kind of hindered his growth, his rookie year of trying to do both early on. You think, with this pick here that they're going to settle into to Kyler at the nickel and Tyreek and Jalen outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think that, you know, Stevenson especially thrives on the outside. I think he might struggle a bit in quarters, but if you're looking at like a cover two, especially, I think is a perfect scheme for him. Uh, you know, just the, like the short area quickness. Uh, I think that's really where he thrives. It's not so much the deep speed and the deep, uh, ability to break and you know on a dime like that it's you have your zone I'm gonna recognize this I'm gonna break on it uh, so I definitely think Stevenson's gonna be an outside guy at the next level and you know in Chicago for sure uh, and I'm I'm interested I hope that the Bears stop you know bouncing Kyler Gordon around I want him to have the opportunity to settle into a role and to be able to you know truly iron out his craft yeah I I agree with that 100 percent and one thing I really like about Stevenson's game outside of of just you know his ability in, in coverage is the fact that i think bears fans are going to love this guy i think he he plays aggressively he comes up he hits people you know he's this this is look not to knock Deion sanders he's an all-time great but this is not Deion sanders who's going to run away from from contact he's he's not going to be shy with that i think that's you know with with kind of what they have with brisker and stuff you're going to have a secondary that that's not afraid to, to pop some people and going one step further with what they did at linebacker with who they brought in. And look, you want to talk about investing in linebacker or not? That's not for this podcast that, you know, they went out and brought a couple, you know, really good guys in, especially Edmonds. We know what Edwards can do. And the fact that you got Jack Sanborn there, who, you know, is going to be a, a rock solid Sam. I assume that's how they're going to plan on using him. The back seven here is really good i think there is a lot of potential you know the the, the front line you know the, the the front four there for the defense still definitely has some work and, and you know you can go check out the podcasts on on zach pickens and and uh uh javon dexter uh those are up on the windy city gridiron channel as well but the back seven jacob to me is really shaping up to be something that is going to be very good for this bears defense for several years no, I'm 100% with you. And, you know, you mentioned all those guys who are good at tackling the corners. There's not a bad tackling corner in that starting lineup. And Jaquan Brisker, another very good tackler. Eddie Jackson, you know, that's not his forte by any means, but he's gotten better over the Definitely years. Definitely has. He's, he struggled a lot early on, but I think that he gets a, a little too much flack nowadays. He's developed into a, you know, a competent tackler at safety. And, you factor in that. You factor in the linebackers. I think the back seven looks really good. Uh, one of the best, probably one of the most physical secondaries you're going to go up against at the NF, uh, you know, in the NFC, if not the NFL. And yes, the the defensive line I think is you know going to be a big work in progress. And with those draft picks you have, 
maybe not going to make a massive impact right away. I think that's a bit more playing the long game, developing those guys, but I'm really confident in what the back seven is going to produce for this bears defense. And, you know, I, I think you've summed it up very well, just at the end of the day, it's just a rock solid group. Yeah. All right. So there it is, everybody endorsement from me, fan of the Tyreek Stevenson pick, but forget what I think. Jacob Infante, who knows what he's talking about, a big fan of the pick as well. Jacob, thanks so much for joining us uh, on Tyreek Stevenson uh, and appreciate your insight. No, of course. Uh, you give me a little too much credit, but uh, yeah, no, I'm a very, you know, I'm a fan of this pick and I'm grateful to be able to talk to it here. All right. That's going to wrap up Bears banter. Bear down, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Adios. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on? Oh, Mom. No. no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.